all of her inner alarms had gone off. Hair the color of honey had protruded from beneath the brim of his Stetson to lie in a gleaming wave across his forehead. His hazel eyes, deep amber flecked with green, brown, and black, had twinkled with mischief and gleamed with masculine appreciation when he looked at her. Dressed in a Western-style work shirt and leg-hugging Wrangler jeans, he'd been a country version of Mr. GQ. Any woman under 70 would have salivated. Any woman, she amended, except her. According to the gossips, he'd been born into a wonderful family. He and his siblings had gotten college educations handed to them. Ben had acquired more than one degree and used them to become a successful businessman who now owned a nice chunk of arable land, a remodeled farmhouse, and several expensive horses, not to mention a small herd of beeves. He was well-respected in Mystic Creek, and so were all the members of his family. His brother Barney, a recently married deputy, would probably run for office someday and become the county sheriff. Not her kind of people, not by a long shot. Sissy's father had the not-so-distinguished honor of being the town drunk, and her parents had lived in lots of towns. When Ben first made it clear that he was interested in her, Sissy had made it equally clear that she didn't share the sentiment. Men like Ben often felt entitled to get what they wanted from a woman. They acted like Mr. Nice Guy until they gained her trust or got her at a disadvantage. She'd learned the hard way how that story always ended. No, she wanted nothing to do with him. She had her life planned, and she was determined not to take any detours that might set her off track. Now here he was again. Last time he'd come sniffing around, it had taken her two weeks to get rid of him. He was determined. She had to give him that. Well, watch out, Mr. Sterling. I'm not playing that game again. Sissy stiffened her spine and descended the steps onto icy ground. She'd close the cafe at ten, later than usual, because she'd been running behind schedule. Now it had to be after eleven, far too late for a man she barely knew to be on her property. Finn, walking beside her, was having as much trouble keeping his footing on the ice as she was. She saw the beam of a flashlight bobbing inside the closed coop. Judging by the squawking, her hens were not happy to have a man in their midst. Who the heck did Ben think he was? He had no right to be out here. The gate to the run hung open. Sissy marched toward the coop, prepared to blister the man's ears. She twisted the door handle and barely cracked open the portal, knowing her hens would bolt for freedom if she offered them an avenue of escape. Rock, rock, rock! A bird jumped and nearly smacked Sissy in the face. She fell back to protect her eyes, but didn't open the door any wider. What do you think you're doing? Finn barked as if to warn Sissy that she'd better not hurt his human. Shoving a writhing mass of feathers aside, she yelled to be heard. This is my coop, my property, and you don't have authorization to be here. Ben, crouched with his back to her near the right end wall, was frontally illuminated by the glow of a flashlight lying on the floor. Son Stetson, His bangs and sideburns gleamed like a horseshoe-shaped halo around his head. At the sound of her voice, he didn't flinch. 
but she did see his shoulder muscles tighten under the yoke of his shirt. He shifted to look at her, his chiseled features falling into shadow. Okay, I get you. Maybe I should have asked before I started this. Maybe? She retorted. Finn growled. You've got no right. You already covered that. He glanced at his dog. Finnegan, back off. She isn't going to hurt me. She's no bigger than a minute. I'm stronger than I look. Sissy glanced at the dog. The flashlight played over Finn's face, and she could tell that he truly was worried. Altering her tone to reassure him, she said, It's okay, Finnegan. I won't kill him. Ben huffed, clearly not amused. Look, I'm aware that I should have knocked to get an okay from you, but I knew you were exhausted and I saw no reason to keep you up even later by asking before I did this. You would have felt obligated to help and it's...